I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room, on the road, this time in Tokyo. And here with me is Josh Gambardella. Welcome. Happy to be here, Father Ralph. Thank you very much. Oh, Joshua's son, so good to have you here. I'm bowing to you. <laughs> and I'm bowing back. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's always good to be bowed at and good to be seen. Uh, wow. What a place is Tokyo. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. I can't believe it, it wore me out. That's for sure. Yeah, a lot of a lot of walking, a lot of people, a lot of things to see. It's just a lot. It's just too much. Yeah, it's a bit like too much. S- a little sensory overload. A bit too much. Yeah. Now everyone's going to ask, oh, what did you like about Japan? What didn't you like? I mean, there's so much to like about it. That's for sure. I think we should say maybe there's some of the things we don't like. I mean, there are some things that I do miss. Let's start off with the big one. Okay. Bikers. 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 We hate bikers. Japanese bikers. There are bike lanes in Japan, in Tokyo, but no one uses them. It's absolutely baffling and frustrating. Yeah. You, you feel like you're going to get hit every time you're walking on the, on the sidewalk. It's crazy. And there's enough people on the sidewalk as it is, so you don't need to add bikers to the yeah. equation. The number of times you almost got sideswiped or jumped when the bicycle went by was just insane. I, got- by the end, I just started refusing to, to move. I just I kept my – I held my ground, you know, go around me or – or I'll see you in court. Well, indeed, I'm. You know, we're going to lawyer up here in Japan. I don't know what Japanese court is like, actually. I don't know, but it can't be that bad. No, it can't be any worse than an American court. Can't be. No, but um, you know, one thing I don't like is there's so many rules. You cannot eat and walk. You cannot drink and walk. And there's so many things you can't. Don't jaywalk. Don't talk loud. I mean, you could hear a pin drop in this city. It's That's amazing. True. We're in Tokyo, 37 million people. You could hear a pin drop in downtown Tokyo. Especially in public transit. It's, uh, it's interesting to be on the subway and not hearing any, anybody talking. Everybody's sort of either looking at their phones or reading. Reading a book. Or That's, just doing their own thing. It's been tough for you being a New Yorker. That's right. Especially you, know, you, mentioned, you mentioned jaywalking before. That's a, big, that's a big habit that we have in New York. But also, yeah, talking, speaking loudly is... is I mean, you get dirty looks. Oh, yeah. You get dirty looks, and people, people will laugh at you, too. Did you get any dirty looks? I got some. I got some on this trip. More than a handful, honestly, I would hmm. say. Um, stopping in the middle of the street and taking a picture of something, not the best idea. Anywhere you are, really. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in Tokyo, but a but, uh, couple dirty looks there. A couple dirty looks for raising my voice when I got excited about something, and Father Ralph had to remind me to rein it in. Yeah, we were talking on subway, and you got a little excited. And That's right. I'm sorry. I'm 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 having a little um, little little snack here from um, from Family Mart. Ah, uh, Family Mart. Yes, that's one thing I do like about Tokyo. Because when you're in Family Mart, you're family. That's right. Just like Olive Garden. Um, one thing I do like is that their convenience stores are really convenient. They're all over the place. All over the place. And you know, you can buy food. You can get, and it's good food. It is good. We're eating. Um, we're eating some udon and some. Uh, Inari sushi right now. Yeah, it's 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 very good from from the convenience store. It's not yeah. bad. This one is tuna that's been put in a rice ball. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like a tuna fish sandwich, but just with rice. The other I thing, think, I, the other thing I love is the sushi. I mean, the sushi is just great. We had sushi at this place called Kura. That's right. And it was a revolving sushi place, which was an experience that everyone should have at least once. It just kept coming around, coming around, and then, oh, I don't think I can do more. And then you do more. I can't do any more. And I think we ate like 30 plates. I think the best part, though. Was the bill. 
Well, it was not. It was, so, it was, it was so cheap. cheap. It was cheap, but uh, so the sushi comes out. They just make sort of whatever they want. They mix it up and they put it on the revolver, and you grab it whatever you want. But the drinks are made to order, and we got a couple drinks, and they just magically appeared at our station at the revolving sushi place. We were wondering how that were gonna how it was gonna be delivered to us, but it was perfect and it was absolutely lovely. Yeah. Bullet trains. I love the bullet train. Mm-hmm. Bullet train super fast. Uh, super punctual. Punctuality is a big thing in Japan, it seems like. There's sticklers. Sticklers. There's sticklers. I mean this place I mean like they when they say it opens at 10, I mean, it opens at 10, at the stroke of on 10. On the dot. On the dot. Do you remember, there was a guy, and he was just waiting for it to become 10, and then when it turned 10, he turned the lights on. He was there, ready to go. He was there, about ready six to go. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, he was just, just looking, waiting, waiting. He saw us and kept waiting, and finally, it, boom, we had to go in, and we got in. But um, the bullet trains, I mean, like, they are so fast. And the other neat thing is, as someone who gets sick on trains, if you sit in the wrong oh, line... Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that before the trip. Thanks well, for the warning. Sorry. I had a bag with me at all times. Uh, <laughs> I was afraid. I was afraid. That's another thing I don't like about Japan. There's no trash cans. None. None. I think that ties into the not, no, eating and, and, uh, no eating and walking and drinking and walking. They don't want you throwing, they don't want you throwing trash on the ground. So you got to carry your trash around with you. But as a result... Japan is extremely clean. It's extremely clean, yeah. But the thing about the train is that all the seats faced the way the train was going. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you never had to sit backwards, you know, and look at the world going backwards. That can I, give some people, yeah. you know, a little bit of a headache. So yeah. they, don't, they don't deal with that in Japan. Yeah. How, how is that udon? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Fried noodles, uh, not bad. I'm enjoying it. I think there's some chicken in here. Not sure. Yeah. It tastes like chicken, so I think it's chicken, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, another thing I don't like about Japan. Yeah. Is when you get out of a subway stop or a train station, you never know where to go. It's there amazing. are so many exits. There's a city under the city in, in in Tokyo. It's ridiculous. So many exits, different ways that you can go. Um, and it's like you feel like a mouse trying to get out of a trap. And Father Alf is extremely anal about finding the right exit, folks. Just Ooh, in case you're wondering. I, I am because it you can you can really do some damage. You can. You can cut. You can yeah. shave a significant amount of time yeah. off your commute. That's for sure. Exactly. I remember that one time we took a wrong turn and it cost us like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like we didn't know what exit to exit. And we, and when you're lugging around a suitcase, you want to get out of there. You right want exit. to get out of there yeah, at the right exit. At the right exit. That's true. All right. That's true. Wait, one more thing. What's that? One more thing is... Only one more thing. One No, one last negative thing is what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, is the currency... In Japan, they use the yen. They have a $10,000 note, 10,000 yen note, 5,000 yen note, 1,000 yen note. And then they got uh, 500 yen coins, um, 100, 50, 10, 5, and 1. Coins, absolutely useless. And that's all you get back when you pay for anything. You, you give, no matter how big the note that you give, you pay with a 5,000 five yen, 5, yen note, you're getting coins back. You're getting coins back, and you got so many coins. You you turn into like you know a, a, a walking coin star. You know where you go to the grocery store to drop your change, or a, a yen master. You're a yen master. You're a yen master. You're a yen master, indeed. I'm I'm lucky that I had my uh, unisex crossbody travel bag with me. That's right. To hold all my extra coins. He had a purse. Uh, unisex crossbody travel bag. That's right. 
your MERS. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Japan, if you're listening, uh, you know, incorporate lower notes. Oh, I'm sorry, they're not listening because you know why? Because I can't hear all the noise. You're over the, all the noise. All the, the coins charge. jingling in my MERS. I mean, crossbody unisex travel bag. Thank you, thank you. Um, that that is that is a pain. You walk around with a pocket full of yen and. You can't get rid of it fast enough. I just want a pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want. Of the places that you went, uh, what was your favorite place you'd like to go to in Japan? My favorite place in Japan so far would have to be uh, Shibuya. It is... Yeah, it's it a is, booyah. It, it, it just, it's booyah. It absolutely is. It, yeah. it reminds me of... And the reason is it reminds me of home. I'm from New York, for any listeners who don't know that. Um... And it's just like Times Square. You walk out of the train station and you are just blasted with people, with neon lights. It's incredible. Yeah. Stores galore, restaurants galore. You can get anything you want at any time and it's great. Yeah. You know, I think in Japan they have, if you like something, well, there's a store for it. That's for sure. And and if you can't find it in Shibuya, well, you didn't, you, you didn't look hard enough. You didn't look hard enough. <laughs> and, and Google let you down. Um, and by the way, it is true, Josh. I'm looking at Father Ralph very intently right now because I want to see if he admits his uh, his mistake here. Let's see where he, where he goes with this. I gave up on Google Maps. Yes. Okay. He's doing it. He's doing Google it. Maps does not help, folks. Use Apple Maps. Apple Maps. They're so, not a sponsor though. They're not a sponsor. They should be though. They mm. should be. I think they. I think they should be. Um, and and I'm going to shit on them. Um, and I normally don't shit on people. But I'm going to shit on them because they should Google. Use, uh, no, oh, Apple. Apple. Yeah. Because they should be a sponsor. Yeah. But. Google Maps were not helpful. Actually, Apple Maps were. And I got to get rid of the app. You saw me, I think. I deleted it. Uh, and now I'm just going to Apple Maps. And if you put it in Apple Maps, you can't find what you're looking for, then you know what? Even Apple Maps failed. But I doubt that because there's a store for everyone. But uh, Everything. But what about your favorite place in Japan, Father Ralph? Uh, my favorite place? Uh, I like Kyoto. Mm. I like the town Kyoto with its shrines. They had the, the shrine of a thousand tories or gates, and they were all like really vermilion. That red. was really cool. It was more of a hike than a than a uh, attraction. It was, it was a hike. It was a hike, and the further you got up, the less people you ran into. Yeah, which was really not, nice. Not as many people were braving no. the journey. That's no, for sure. and the school kids. I mean, God sakes! Every time you turn around, there were school kids going to these shrines. And he's like, can't we just get away from the kids and we'll just climb the hill and you will. And they're loud. The kids. No, oh, not they, that not oh. that just Japanese kids are loud, but. Kids are loud. Oh my gosh! Yeah, someone someone should talk to them. Like, what happened? They didn't get trained properly. You know, like why why are they talking loud? You know, like shut up. But you know why, Josh? They have to be quiet because there are so many people in this country, and it's so dense. If everyone made the noise they wanted to make, I think it would drive everyone nuts. Mm -hmm. Everybody would know everybody's business. Yeah, and I think people would go nuts. So they're they're, they're I think they're trying to help out their mental health or something but i really like kyoto i you know i liked it all um i can't uh you know say you know i, I think one thing is not going to tokyo right off the bat was great going to hiroshima great. then working way because tokyo we, we dealt with a bit of jet lag off the off the flight yeah. and we went we started in we started our trip in hiroshima yeah and it's uh which is a slower more quiet uh city and i think it it uh it paid off because we didn't have to sort of get right into the hustle and bustle right away yeah now you liked something in Hiroshima, didn't you? Because I, because you went back for it a few times. 
Okinoki, or was it? Oh, yes, Okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki, oh. whatever, so yeah, whatever, good. whatever you said. Let's say, what is so it? it's, so it's, it's, uh, it's a pancake with noodles, egg, and mine had, I believe, beef, pork, and shrimp. Wow. A lot, a lot going on. Yeah, I just, I had one with cuttlefish. But it's served on a hot, uh, you, each table has their own stove. Yeah. And it's served on the hot stove, it comes sizzling, and you... Pick it apart with your chopsticks, and then they give you little plates that you put it on. But it stays hot the whole time. It was almost too hot. It was almost too hot. We did get we, we get we, we lost a couple of taste buds this time. Yeah, on that one, you we really liked that. That was good. But I wanted to bring up too. What's that? I did say my favorite place was Shibuya, but we have to uh, mention a place that we spent the most time. In. Oh, I, yeah, Azakusa. Azakusa is a rock star. It's an area in Tokyo. It's incredible. Yeah, it's just uh, wonderful, and it's. It's busy, but it's not too busy. There's tourists there. Great places to eat. You can get your souvenirs. Get your souvenirs. You can go to the shrine or whatever temple you want. And then you can go find uh, little little stands. And, of course, I think one stand stands out. Ah! Ah! <laughs> that it was. I think the hidden gem of Japan is a place called the Saki Stand. And it cannot be larger. It's probably like the size... Of, it's smaller than the average kitchen. It's probably like the size, uh, half the size of a stead single. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Half the yeah. size of a single room. Just about. And it's just small enough so that big enough so that you could actually fit maybe five people at a standing stand, at the bar. Standing at the bar. Yeah. Five people, and when you're there, I mean, like you're brushing shoulders. Mm-hmm. And there was a great lady who owned it. And she loved us, and we loved her. We loved her right back, and we went to that sake stand, the sake stand, a few times. A few times. A few times. A few times. We yeah. won't. We won't. You know. We were doing cultural. Centers. We were doing um, empirical research. Well, you know, a good thing about it is it was a place where locals were going. Yeah. So we got to interact with local yeah. Japanese people, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to another point. Uh, I think Americans in Japan are sort of hit or miss, whether or not you're welcomed. Mm-hmm. into Japan. I think at certain points I felt a little bit like, I mean, we are outsiders, but I yeah. felt a little bit like we weren't wanted. Yeah. But at this sake stand, that could not be further from the truth. Yeah. There's been times like where they didn't want to serve us and they said, no, no, we're closing, you know, or something. And they would make some signs like, go away. Like, you know, people... But with the sake stand, they changed their hours one day and they texted us to let us know so yeah. we could, because you knew we wanted so to come back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, she she went to a Billy Joel concert. She said, "Oh yes, yeah, she was so, rattling off Billy Joel she was songs." Ra- yeah, and her English was pretty, pretty good. But I think you also got schooled. If I remember, there was a young lady by the name of Akko. 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 Oh. Akko spoke very very good English. And if I remember correctly, I was around the other side of the bar, <laughs> and uh, I I saw you getting schooled. She and. There was something to do with fans. What, what, what were you doing? Ah, uh, yes. It was warm, but I mean, like you, you looked like you had like one of those little wind fans, you know, you, so, hand fans. So two things about Akko. One, mm-hmm. I have a crush on her. Okay. Two, she had two different fans, one paper, one plastic, never to be confused because the plastic fan is way more effective, according to Akko. Mm. I didn't feel much of a difference, but <laughs> she, she made me... Feel the wind as, as she was as she was putting it. Um, I think Akko, you know, was at the sake stand a bit longer than we were that day. Yeah, 
But because we got there and she was there, already. we got there and she was there. Yeah. But yeah. she was into her sake cups. But I won't. I won't say anything bad about Akko. I love Akko. Oh yeah, she was a gym, and they all were gyms, you know. And everyone was. We were using Google Translate, which was helpful. That worked out pretty well. Uh, you, and a word of advice: if you're using Google Translate, keep it simple. Yeah. The less words you can use to convey your point, the better and yeah. more effective. Yeah, that's that's very 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 true. But then on the other hand. The uh, Japanese people that we encountered tended to really appreciate it if you tried to speak a little bit of Japanese. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You got it. Oh, you. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa gozaimasu. Uh, hello. Gozaimasu. Nice to meet you. Arigato. Arigato. Gozaimasu. Thank you. Arigato. Gozaimasu. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we just learned EA at the end of the EA. trip, which is no. No EA. And then what was you? Jene? Oh, John A. is Bob. John A. John A. Yeah, John that, that's a good one. I like that John one. A. Doesn't like that, that sound like some some like singer from like some six seventies? You know, and now this. Hit well, I wouldn't know, Father. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm dating myself here, folks. Dating myself here, but um, you know, uh, I think one of the things that I I noticed about Japan is that people really want you to like Japan. Yes, they really do. And I saw that really up close when we went to it. Remember that we went to that restaurant? We went to a restaurant in Asakusa. And I made a mistake sitting down because it was also a karaoke yes, bar. Yes, it was a karaoke bar and a cigarette and smoking bar. A cigarette well. smoking bar and a karaoke place. And we sit down and we make our orders and then someone gets blaring and singing songs. So blaring, blaring songs and listen, no one's good at karaoke anywhere. So we were getting bad music blasted in our ears. Yeah. We were getting cigarette smoke blown in our face, but there is a bright spot. Yeah. The guys next to us um, let us try their... It was basically the Japanese take on the Chinese dumpling. Yeah. And And it was great. And it had some sauce, and they wanted us to try it. And we tried it, and it was out of this world. It was out of this world. It was better than what we had ordered. I wish we had known before, but it ended up being worth it. Yeah. I mean, well, we always try something new, something different, and... uh, what did we get? We had we got some noodles there, some udon, I think. I think we got yakisoba. 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 Fried Ooh. fried noodles. Udon is the is the yeah. thicker noodles. Yakisoba yeah. is a little thinner. Yeah, it, it was superb. I yeah, mean, it was I, great. Not one bad meal. No, but they really want you to love Japan. I mean, they, you know, everyone treats you as if you're like a rock star. They they know that we don't speak Japanese, but they keep saying like everything that they would say to another Japanese customer mm-hmm. at the family mart like tonight. You know. Yeah. I, they, I'm clearly I'm I'm trying to blend in. But I just we can't. stick out. We stick out like sore and thumbs. and she didn't care. She kept trying to you know doing everything that she would do like a normal customer. It was very nice, you know. You, but many people that we've encountered speak a, like at least a little bit of English. A little bit. A, a little bit. Just yeah. a little. Just, just a, little. a little. Just enough. Just enough to like, be able to help us with yeah. whatever we need. Like yeah. if you're at, if you're in public transit, if you're buying something, ordering something at a bar, or restaurant. Thanks. But they always know to throw the English menus at us when we walk in. Yeah, they do. But you know you know what else is crazy. What's that? Is do you remember we went to a coffee shop? Remember I, I, I was on a mission to find this place to get this dessert. That's right. And yeah, we wanted to order. It was kind of like a I don't know a Japanese spin on Starbucks. Yeah, Some, yeah, you could say you know? that. Yeah, and and it was a nice place. They had this seating seating place, but we went to go order, and they said, Do you, "Are you for here or to go?" And it was very broken English, and we said, here. They said, oh, here, take this. And then pointed, like, you know, you remember you, you gave Like, go order. take a seat. Go, yeah, yeah, go take a seat. You ordered, and you go take a seat. It was, no! What you need I, go, to- I go, pay now? 
And he said, no, sit down. Sit down. And that's it. It was just, no, sit down. So we didn't know what to do. First of all, we couldn't find a seat at first. No. Then when we finally did, and everyone's like, some people had like one person sitting at a table for four. It's fine. You know, sitting at a table of four. I mean, like, come on, man. Yeah. Get moving. Someone had a seat for their back. This is not like Barnes and Noble. No. No. But anyway, we had to find a table first, put down our markers, and then come back and order the thing. And the other thing too is, I don't know what you order online. But then you've got to go to a kiosk and print it, the ticket out. That's right. Because you can't show your phone. You've got to go to that ticket kiosk. But you know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking now looking back? What's that? I think the reason that they wanted us to have a seat first was it goes, it ties back into the walking and eating rule. They don't want people eating if they don't oh. have a seat because gotcha. they don't know where they're going to dispose of the food. Gotcha. You yeah. know? I, I That's what it. I think it is. Yeah. It was weird. But I think in terms of what they're trying to do, I think it was effective. Yeah. No, sorry, folks. I'm making some noise here. Yeah, jeez. I'm making. I'm having a beef cutlet. I've it's fall- loud for me too. I'm folks. sorry. I, I've fallen in love with this Japanese beef cutlet. This pork cutlet that's deep fried and then served in a sandwich. It's served in a sandwich with no crust. Mm-hmm. No, no. The sandwiches don't have crust. Many of or whatever. A lot of the sandwiches don't have crust in Japan, and it's great. I mean, you know, crusts aren't that bad, but it's just cool that they cut them off. Honestly, I think. We need this in America. Yeah. This is good. Another thing, something funny about Japan, we're talking about sandwiches without crust. How about the fashion in Japan? Papa? <laughs> How about the fashion? Ask me why I have my mouth full. I think one thing. That's right. I did put you in a bad spot, but it was it was on purpose, let me just say. I knew it. Um, everyone wears... Blue pants and a white shirt. Guys wear that. Everyone wears it. It's like they wear it in school and then they wear it for the rest of their lives. And if you go to stores that have dress clothes, dressy clothes, they only sell white or blue shirts. If so, if we were coming to Japan and we wanted to set up shop here, white shirts. Sell white shirts. White shirts. Or bleach. Or bleach. bleach. I, <laughs> I saw one guy today. I think he was trying to do an innovation with... Fashion, he was wearing a white and blue pinstripe shirt. A little bit of both. He was going out on a limb, but it's a sea of white shirts in Japan. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, too, it's like baggy. They're into baggy. Yeah, the baggy pants. A lot of baggy pants. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, what was it like, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, it looks like, you know, um, you know what was it? Um, who, who was big into that? Uh, Arsenio. Mm. He was Arsenio. Was also. I mean, I think it's before your time. But Arsenio. I know Fresh Prince. I know Fresh Prince though. And they were some of these looked like they were so baggy. I mean, not just women, but men too. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were just insane. It seemed like they the bottom the bottom cuffs of the pants would be terribly dirty by the end of the day if they were walking around. But another thing about the fashion, they draw on. American culture. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. They draw on American culture, but they don't really know what they're taking. And they like to put English words and phrases on, on shirts. Yeah. And they love to wear them. The, before we get into the funny, the funny words on the shirts, let me just say for my, for my fellow New Yorkers out there, I'm sure we got some New Yorkers listening sure. to them. They had in, in, in more than one store, 
there was a baseball jersey with a, a Mets logo on the right side and a Yankees logo on the left side. As if to say, let me just grab as much of New York as I can and throw it on a baseball jersey. You'd never, in your right mind, wear that in New York or even America. Two different teams, folks. Two different teams. You know? Well, maybe they found peace here in Japan. The funny thing is, we didn't see any shirts that had both Hiroshima Carp and Shanghai Sharks. You know? Okay. I'll well, that, that would be China, but yeah, but, but, but I get your you drift. Get, you get the point. I get your Tokyo you get drift. I, I get your Tokyo drift. Tokyo drift. Yeah, yeah. But you know, um, well, what did you? Didn't you say something to someone? Yeah, someone was wearing a Yankee hat, and I went up to him. We were in McDonald's because we wanted to see what it would be like. And McDonald's is good. They got some different options: soy sauce burgers, spicy chicken burger. But it's good. It's good. McDonald's is good, and the service was lightning fast. Oh yeah, lightning fast. But anyway, went up to this kid. He had a Yankee hat. I said, go Yankees. And I pointed to his hat. And uh, he looked at me like I had three heads. Like I had just thrown a $500 yen coin, 500 yen coin at him. Yeah. And he started laughing at me as I walked away, which made me feel bad. I, I, that's amazing. Well, you know what else is just, I've been taking pictures of all of it. Um, happy, happy, go generous. Um, happy, go, be positive, generous. Um, um, super Beaver. Super Beaver. Super Beaver. Um, ha- um, ch- uh, wind Chime Farm. Um, uh, scary, scary, uh, scary Nuts. Scary nuts. nuts. That was a good one. That was, yeah. That um, was a good one. Um, potato Head, you know, Flower Pot. I mean, it's, I've got pictures of all of these. Even things. just food, like French fries, I think I saw. French fries, chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. In Japanese, like banana. Oh, it said right. Banana. Sure that said banana. That's banana. right. That was today. Put it on banana. That's you know? right. Seven banana. I mean, they're just looking. They want to do something. They just don't know what to do. And they oh, that looks like a funny word. Maybe what they're trying to do is just get the letters. That's like the you know the Roman alphabet is so different for them. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, even the the people that we encounter that did speak a little bit of English, they struggle with our grammar. And Father Ralph and I noticed on the on this trip that English speakers are extremely verbose. We use a lot of words we that do. that we don't necessarily need to use. Yeah, we well, and, and and the and we just have complicated ways of talking. Mm-hmm. And in, and you, you and that showed when we tried to yeah. Google translate what we were saying, and it yeah. still wouldn't make sense wouldn't when make it went sense. over there. No, when it went over to the no. other side. I, I guess so. I guess it's really is kind of like that Japanese principle. You know, less is more. Less is more. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Well, folks, let's take a break here. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay, we're back. Thank you for listening to our sponsor, Olive Garden. Because when you go to the garden, you're family. Just like Family Mart. Family, it, it, yeah, just, it's like, yeah, that's the, that's the Family Mart of Japan. That's right. The and the food tastes just the same. It does. It just tastes, yeah. Well, anyway... Um, you know, I think uh, flashbacks here, um, before we get to recommendations, um, two big things happened on this trip that really caught me by surprise. One, outside of a 7-Eleven, I left. Father Ralph had checked out. I had checked out, or so I thought. But I had apparently left about 74 cents worth of change in the coin machine. And the 7-Eleven worker ran out of the store, 
in a, a, it was a busy street. It was, it was it was Takashi Street. Yeah. In Japan, very busy street. If you ever if you ever go. And she made sure to give me my seventy five cents, and I was happy, but I honestly didn't want the coins. I think maybe I did it on purpose. Now maybe you did. Back. Yeah, maybe I think just, I did. Maybe just yeah, yeah screw this. Chain. It was on purpose. Yeah, it, it was, was on purpose. It was on purpose. But I was gonna say something else happened, and you know, you, when you wake up in the morning, like, okay, where did I put that? Where did I leave this? And I couldn't find my sunglass case. Do you remember that that blue thing I was always carrying around my yep. sunglasses? And in that case, I was always carrying my train ticket, which you need like, for the entirety which, of the trip. Yeah, for like my my uh, Japanese rail pass. And it's, it, it costs a pretty penny. And next thing you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I left it. I left it at the family mart last, last night. Because I was trying to help you with all the yen coins. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. That's you're you're, you're going to throw me under the bus here. I was trying to help. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm just I'm throwing myself. Well, we got to talk about trying to help. How about me trying to help you communicate with Japanese people? You know what? Oh, I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to. Yeah. Okay, folks, listen to this. Please. My Japanese is way better than Father Ralph's. It's it's been evident. I've been complimented on it twice. So much so that one person even asked me, "Is this really your first time in Japan?" Wow. Wow. You know what? I, I'm proud. I, I think he was looking for a tip. Ah, uh, well, they don't take tips. Yeah, they don't take tips in Japan. They don't. They don't. They don't. But I, I I'm sure they wouldn't shy away from some yen change. Some yen change. I mean, I'd love to get rid of it. I'd love to get rid of it. Well, anyway, I left. I left my sunglasses at the family mart i run down at like eight o'clock in the morning eight thirty, down to the to the family mart mm-hmm. and i go in there and of course no one speaks english so i turn to my trusty phone google translate i said i left my my eyeglass case i show it to her she says oh yeah 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 turn around and there it was and there inside was my ticket and my sunglasses and there was a note on the inside of the case, right? They left a note for you? <laughs> no. They said, you are family. <laughs> you are family. You are family. But no, you have been complimented on your Japanese, and you really did focus on that. I tried. You focused I, on I that. leaned into it. I did Yeah, try. you did. I didn't lean into it at all. Folks, you got to be, you gotta be uh, unafraid to fail. You're going to fail. You just, you, You're going to say the wrong things. For example, I tried to say good evening uh, to somebody at the sake bar, and I ended up saying apple. And that was, you know, no, fun, that was a funny experience. Was that just your lack of Japanese knowledge, or was that the sake talk? Um, it's up for debate. I think I think you'd have to be there to make that. That's right. To make that decision, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't the point of the story. But anyway, you, you gave it your all, and you and you and you hit a home run. It's been fun. It has been fun. It's been fun. I put more of my time in trying to figure out what to do and see. Well, you're very good at some, navigating, some. and you've been very good at planning. And we we've needed your. Uh, sense of direction. You're very good sense of direction. Okay, I'll, I will say that I do have a good sense of direction. Yes. When I'm not using Google Maps. That's right. <laughs> Apple Maps. Apple Maps. <laughs> Apple Maps. All right. And do you, do you like? Do you have like any like recommendations? Like if someone is listening and saying, "Hey, you know, I've never been to Asia. Um, you know, I, I, maybe I had I, never been to Asia before this trip, folks. Just so you know. But you've known a few. You've known a few Asians, right? I know. I had a couple Asians in my high school. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. Shout out to uh, Asia Flood and Asia Kate. If you're listening, 
Hello, welcome to the Red Room. Asia's, you're getting a, you're getting a shout out from Asia. I'm shouting them out. Shouting them out from Asia. Uh, any any recommendations for people who might be thinking of you know? Yeah, for sure. So let's go through let's go through the trip. So we had we started off in Hiroshima. There's a, a museum there showcasing the history of Hiroshima. Overwhelming. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. If you if you're into history and you want to see, go see it. But you know it is it's it's tough. It's it tough is. to be there. It really is. Yeah. But don't more, take little kids there. Don't. And people did. People did, and they were making a lot of noise. But that's beside the point. Anyway, something I would recommend doing in Hiroshima. Is oh my god! Is Japan rubbing off on you? They made a lot of noise. Yes. Yes. I think I think I'm starting to get into this culture. I'm assimilating. You know, but there's a fine line between assimilation and appropriation. We have to be careful. Would you wear a kimono, or you wear whatever male kimono? If I was gifted it by by someone who lives in Japan, I would wear it. Okay. I wouldn't go out. Go out. I saw a lot. But of people, people were people tourists were, were wearing. Them. Tur- yeah, yeah, going to the shrines and kimonos. Yeah, which was, whatever the male kimono is, I which was know. interesting. Kimona, kimona. Yeah. Um, but our, our we did we took a day trip to Miyajima, which is uh, just outside the city of Hiroshima, they have this big floating uh, Tori gate. You picture, you, you, uh, I figure our listeners have seen um, the red gates in Japan, um, and it's out there in the water. You get to walk out to it. You get to walk out to it if it's low tide, which we did. We touched it, walked through it. Um, so that's one. That's my Hiroshima recommendation. Do you have any recommendations for Kyoto, which was our second stop? Hmm. Um, I was just enjoying a, a mochi ball. Should we rice? Sweet? There's rice in the mochi? That's what mochi is. It's sweet. So sweet should, rice? Yeah. Should we rice? I'm still learning things, folks. I don't think you're going to like it. Because it's got red bean paste. I'm giving mine to hit to, to Father Ralph. I don't want I'm it. I'm sorry. I don't like the red bean paste. So anyway. I uh, tried it, though. I did try it. I think, you know, when you go to Kyoto, um, you gotta you just got to see the golden shrine. The golden temple. Oh, the golden temple. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. We, we, we joke that our... Uh, you know, our home is under the dome, and we have a proclivity towards gold. We just do. We do. We yeah. just do. We folks. like we gold. We just do. We, we like just gold. Do. This temple is beautiful. Yeah. It's out on a little, it looks like an island almost, in, in the middle of a, of, a, of a pond, I guess. Um, it had burned down, and they actually rebuilt it, and it's actually made of gold. Yeah. You know, he only got seven years for burning the temple down. That's right. Seven years in jail. I actually will not be returning to the United States. Mom, I'm sorry. Um, I'll see you soon, though, ish. Yeah, I, I just it was, it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, they had like a Japanese garden with all those those little bonsai trees, you know, and that little lake. And there was it was just a, you know a scene out of like bucolic Japan. That was the gem from Kyoto for sure. Yeah, I agree. That was it. And then uh, the, the thousand naris, the thousand oh yeah, thousand tories, thousand tories. Yeah, those, yeah. That, those are the two big things. But of course, the real hidden gem also too was another bar in the Gion area. Yes. Um, where it was called, was it? Fly Me to the Moon? Fly Me to the Moon. First of all, that was, yes, Gion District, Kyoto. A lot of shopping there, but not as busy as as, as Tokyo's Asakusa yeah. or even close to Shibuya. No, no. They're all sleepy towns. Yes. But you had to get to that... Take me to the moon was almost like going to the moon because it had, remember you had to climb up those. You had to climb three flights of stairs, and then, stairs, and then there was this beautiful bar. Yeah, um, maybe you could fit. Maybe no lie, it was a triangle, and you maybe could have fit 
like 15 people total. Not at the bar. Not no, at the bar. I think 10 people total. You think 10 people total? Okay. Yeah, four people at the bar. They had like two tables. Two tables of with three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was crowded. Yeah. And we were the only ones there toward the end. We weren't we, now, folks. We weren't there long, but no, we weren't there long. But we, but, <laughs> but we were the only people there. We were the only people there. Um, so and, we that, didn't, and we didn't know if he spoke English or not, so we had to be careful. We had to be we had yeah. to be careful. We spoke quietly, but hey, it, it helped us because that's what you're supposed to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. when in Japan, when in Japan, when in Japan, for sure. So what was next? Our 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 next thing was Osaka. We had we had a good time there. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time in terms of recommendations. I'm just trying yeah, to think. Well, you know, the, the the Don Quixote. Oh yes, yes, the Don Quixote. They have anything. And everything you could possibly want. Yeah. From kitchen knives, Japanese souvenirs. The Kit Kats. Kit Kats. That's a good one. Yeah. It's luggage. Luggage. They did have luggage. 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 They had limited. They, they had, had uh, alcohol. They had drinks. They had very expensive alcohol and cheap alcohol. They yeah. Whatever candy you want, they had it. They had tourist knickknacks, garden hoses. I, and it was all in a superstore, and it was seven stories tall. Seven stories tall. It, if I was ever to live here in Japan, I would open up an elevator and an escalator store, because everywhere you go, there's an escalator or an elevator. Because you can't build out; you got to build up. You got to build up or down. Yeah, or or down. Yeah, basements are two flights down. There's yep. restaurants and stuff down there. We were saying there's a city under the city. City under the city. I mean, it's insane. And then you got trains running everywhere too. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it all works, but it does. We also ran into a super nice guy outside of the Don Quixote selling. He was selling Korean chicken. And, oh yeah, and he was selling us a, little, a nice, a nice cold one, a little Suntory, a little Suntory. Um, I, I hope he's listening. I don't think he is, but I hope he's listening. I hope we tried to communicate to him, like listen to the in the red room. Yeah, but there was just too much of a language barrier. That's right. That's right. But hey, he was a great guy. <clears throat> yeah, he was. He was he, very. He, he let us. The, the beers that he was selling had to be opened. The full top of the can had to be oh, removed. removed. Yeah. Instead of just the tab. So he had to do it for us with a special opener. And he didn't mind that we recorded him, which I thought was very nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he was a salesman. Now, if he was, he's a pro. He's a pro. He's a pro he's vendor. A pro. Absolutely. Pro vendor. Absolutely. Pro vendor. But it makes me think, you know, what else could he be really good at? You know? Yeah. He, maybe he could come to America and sell... Be on sell know, Japanese chicken in America. <laughs> do, we, do, we, do we still have QVC in America? Is that QVC still? like yeah. Lori from Shark Tank? Yeah, it's I think we still have it. No, yeah, we do because I saw uh, some Japanese TV and I saw their version of QVC. And last night, that's right, we did. They were trying to paint. They were trying to push. Um, guess you guessed it. Baggy pants. Baggy pants and baggy sweatshirt that said persons. Persons. Person apostrophe s. Apostrophe s. Persons. Yeah. Apostrophe S. It was, and they spent way too long explaining what that oh. article of clothing was. It was about 15 minutes with yeah. the same yeah. sweatshirt. Yeah, they're stretching. The I models know. were cute, though. That, yeah. Models were cute. <laughs> Father Ralph can't comment on that. Well, I was going to say that uh, it, it got tiresome and after a while. And then you, you flip to, to another channel, and they're just doing something zany. I mean, this is like, you know, I'm dating myself here, and like the, the gong show where they just had people doing just crazy things. I mean, like, there was someone, uh, was it last night, uh, eating food. Remember that? And they were eating food, and they were showing, the, the, the trying the different fight. And, and the guy... Oh, yes. The guy had, you know, he was just rotund. And 
just eating this, eating that, and everyone laughing. It was like, what is the point of this? Mm-hmm. Making it, you know, anyway, it's, that's Japanese. That's a whole other ball of wax, which we're not going to get into. We won't. We won't get into. Okay, so that's Hiroshima, Kyoto, Osaka. Osaka. And then then Tokyo. 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 So we've already talked a little bit about it, but we have to shout out again. Oh, yeah. The Saki Stand. Saki Stand. The Saki Stand in Asakusa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You will will be treated like family, similar to the family martyr of the Olive Garden. Do you know what I did? Uh, I got her a gift. You did? A little American flag pin with a Japanese flag. They're crossed. You're like, you know. Now, folks, if I didn't know any better... I would have thought Father Ralph was doing a bit, of just a bit, of flirting. Oh, you know what, son? You you're, you mistake it for me being charming. Yeah. And okay. I just wanted to, cause uh, okay. I wanted to reciprocate because she was really, really nice. Oh, so she was flirting with you, you're saying? I know. I wanted to reciprocate her charm. No, her genero- her generosity. She did give us. She gave us. A, she gave us a gift of. She didn't give me. She gave it to you. She said, "Here, you guys take." Oh, she gave it to you. Don't come on. Well, the the wasabi chips. Yeah, you get the wasabi chips. The wasabi chips. Yeah, but anyway, so I gave it as, as a little memento, a little something, and then you gave her something too. You, I loved it. You cream colons. Yes, cream, <laughs> cream colons. Yeah. That we got from some kind of. So they're called haunted vending machines. Uh, there's vending machines all over the place in, <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> Everywhere. You you want a you want a Barbie doll? You got a vending machine. You want you know extension cord? There's a vending machine. So anyway, you go up to this vending machine, and instead of normal assortment of drinks, you have or food. You have uh, a can. You have a, you have beetles encased in plastic. Yeah. yeah. You have like we're talking big beetles. Big. I'm, I'm like beetles. Big. Like we're talking. Around. We had a, a plastic uh, cylinder full of bells. Bells. <laughs> bells. <Yeah. laughs> But anyway, I got these cream colons out of a mystery box. So what he did is, which, you know, we go over there and he's got these, these vending machines. There are like 10 of them crammed in the space of a small bathroom. A little street corner. Yeah. Street corner. And once you know, we get over there and this guy is going in there. <laughs> he's refilling. He's refilling. He's refilling. He's restocking the vending machine. We had a little diversion. We we, caught, we took a little walk. We came back, and I think for was it like seven dollars? No, it wasn't seven dollars. It was uh, what was it? Thousand? Was it a thousand yen? Ten bucks? No, 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 no. It wasn't ten dollars. Well, uh, ish. Um, I, I think it was. I think he spent maybe like five bucks or something. Okay, so maybe it was five bucks. And I yeah. and, and so he you got a you got a gift. It was a mystery gift. They had, you can you now different prices wrapped in white paper. White paper. Okay, and it's just. A mystery gift and so you put in like five bucks you opened it up and you got cream colons. cream colons. now what uh, tell us what are the cream colons? so I didn't know because we didn't fully open them apparently they are for adults as the <laughs> the part <laughs> father out father out just spit out his water folks um, <laughs> so they're for adults <laughs> And they're they're a creamy snack. It's like a chocolate, like a chocolate roll with cream in it, with like milk, milk cream, cream on the inside. But they're for adults. For for adults. No, they're only for adults. We don't know what that means. But we but gave them to our bartender. But we've also seen like 
Coke with laxatives. <laughs> yeah, super Coca Cola with laxatives. Or adults. Or adults. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're just having a moment here. But anyway, yes, Josh is running around with these things all around Tokyo. Holding them in my hand. <laughs> just two boxes and, of crinkles. And they taped them together. They taped them together. They taped them together. So he's because had, they had to give me the full value. They had to get the full value. Yeah, you got bang for your buck. Bang for the buck. You got cream cones. And uh, next thing you yeah, know... Yeah, be careful. We, Who knows if they're for adults? You, yes. might, you might get bang for a buck. Who knows? <laughs> so we we'll go, we'll go to the Imperial Palace. You, you got your cream colons. Yep. We're walking all around Tokyo. And you know the subway. And then we go to... To the to the sake stand, and you gave it to her. And she like she seemed like she was really excited about them. She was, Josh. She was really excited, and she goes, "Oh!" And she said, "These are for adults." And I immediately relinquished them yeah. because I did not want any part of it. I didn't open the box, folks. No, you didn't open the box. So, I mean, so who knows what was in there? I don't know. I feel tempted before I go to get some cream colons. I don't know where you'd find them. I think they're at the store. I, I bet you gotta. We can get them at Family Mart. I'm sure. I'm sure we could. Yeah. Well, we could because we're family. Yeah, we're family there. We're family. We're special. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah, cream colds. But uh, Asakusa, or the, as they say, Asakusa. Asakusa um, is the place to be. Yeah. And it's not super touristy. It's not like, you know, over the top. You know, bars and restaurants. It just it's like a small little. Microcosm, but you still can get whatever you want. You can, yeah, you can. I mean, now also too, I must admit, over there they have a, a store for Monchichis, which was a stupid cartoon in the eighties that my sister and brother and I used to make fun of. And there's a whole store selling eighties dolls over there, and someone wanted me to go there, and I went. So, shout out! Shout out to David! Shout out to David! David, you're getting a little <laughs> shout out here. I got you some. Some Monchichis. Monchichi stuff. And we threw in some cream colons just, yeah, for, just for good measure. Just for trying. Yeah, just for just trying. For trying. Yeah. They're for adults. They're for adults. Don't give them to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I was tempted. I was tempted to try that Coke yeah. laxative thing. I was like, what is that really about? But I was like, no. Coke, Coke can be pretty tempting, Father <laughs> I bet it can be. It can be. It can be. It can be. Yes, it can be. But uh, you know what else is also very tempting? What's that? Suntory. Yeah. Suntory anything. Suntory tea. Suntory juice. Suntory beer. Suntory gin. No, no Suntory gin. That's that's another hidden gem. You know, what's funny is on our way to Asakusa, or they say... Asakusa. Asakusa. There's a weird building, and you pointed it out. Remember, it was remember it was all gold, and... and There's that proclivity towards gold again. Gold, and it had like... It looked like... I thought it was like a wedding ring because it had like white all around it. Mm -hmm. And the white came out over the building and then went up. So, so it looked like a plate. But folks, it took us going to the top of the Tokyo Sky Tree. Another thing you have to do in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Sumida City. Sumida City. Show me the city. Show you the city. Um, but it looked like a glass of beer. Yeah. The white being the head of the beer... We looked up what this building was. It's the Asahi Beer Headquarters, folks. Asahi Beer, it's great. It's our favorite beer here in Japan. Get it draft, though. Don't drink it out of the can unless yeah. you have to. Okay, now, that's true. Get it draft. But I also really like Kirin. Kirin's good. Kirin's good. They have, they have a couple different levels of Kirin as well, and they're all good. They're all good. They're all very they're solid. They're all good. 
It's amazing what you can find. I mean, you they'll they'll make they'll make green tea, uh, gin. Um, you can find anything. I mean, like they they make this Suntory. All of them, they make anything and everything, and the juices are really good. The adult juices <laughs> are good. All of that stuff. But uh, yeah, that was that that was an interesting building over there. Yeah. But then something something else is coming to mind. You mentioned okonomiyaki. That's yeah. a great food recommendation. You have to try it. Try it in Hiroshima and Osaka. It's kind different. It's kind of like a big pancake. That's it's a big pancake with noodles and beef, yeah, and yeah. it's it sounds weird, but it's great. It's great. It's great. Aside from that, uh, it's a little bit more on the dangerous side. Not dangerous, but a little bit more on the adventurous side, I should say. Okay. Takoyaki. Oh. Fried octopus oh, balls. Yeah. Fried octopus into a ball, rather yes. I should say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that clears it up. That clears it up. Yeah, but they're like, they're very good. They they put, they're they're deep fried. So deep, yeah, they're deep fried dough balls with octopus. There you go. You know that's a better description. And I, you know, I had a bad experience with it. Um, just like I had. It was way too hot. Well, I also had a bad experience with that scallop. Ah, uh, yes, the scallop. Yeah. The we, scallop. Yeah, we went to a fish market. And so, uh Sukisi or Sutsiki? I think it's Shigi. Or Tushigi. It's Shigi. It's just Shigi. Shigi. Okay. Shigi Fish Market. Yeah. In In Tokyo. And by Ginza. By Ginza. Which was a Tokyo. big disappointment. Folks, don't do not go to Ginza. Don't go to Ginza unless you, you really want to get street fish. Yes. That's the only attraction there. It's only yeah, it's the only attraction. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what we were doing, but there was anyway, we're gonna leave that we're gonna let that one go. But but I had a bad experience with um, that octopus uh, dough ball because it was so hot. Yeah. I, I, I thought... Folks, you know when you, you get a chicken pot pie and you, you, you have to stick your fork into the top of yeah. it before you put it in the microwave so it breathes? That's, that's what you needed with this, uh, with this takoyaki because it was a fried ball of dough and as soon as you bite into it, it just explodes with heat. They must have given it to us right out of the fryer. Yeah. I, that thing was so... If not, it went through the atmosphere. Yes, but once once we waited, uh, once we waited and, and they cooled down, it's a, great, it's a great snack. And it took an hour for it to cool down. It took an hour for it to cool down. Okay. We, we actually paid the bill first, yeah. and then we, then we ate, ate the rest. Yeah, then we ate it. Okay, yeah. but that, that, that just popped into my head. That's, yeah. that's another Japan recommendation. Yeah. You know what other thing, too, is every bathroom is meticulous yeah i mean there's been no dirty bathroom no dirty bathroom it's absolutely insane absolutely insane every place has a wonderful bathroom and you love the bidets in the bathrooms i do not you do i do not i wouldn't no i wouldn't there's too, <laughs> there's, there's too many i wouldn't use it there's, there's too many buttons there's too many buttons do you remember there was like there's like 15 buttons I'm not gonna touch any buttons. It could blow something we up. We couldn't figure out how to flush the toilet, but we figured out how to play music on the toilet. That's right. We figured, yeah, we could play music on the toilet, but we couldn't flush it. And then we yeah. found out, oh, there's a there's a handle on the side. On the sink. On the on the sink. And then there's a, on the top of it, there's water that comes out. On the top of the toilet. Yeah, and it looks like a little sink. Yeah. I don't know what that's for. I think it refills the toilet tank. Probably. But that's it. but why is the flusher or the handle you know the yeah. handle for the flusher on the it's a, it's a, it, guys. It's a faucet. It's a faucet yeah. that drips in. It's it's weird. It's interesting. The bathrooms yeah. are so they're very clean, but they're also very uh, interesting. Yeah, they're very interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. But what else? So we're talking about recommendations. Tokyo Sky Tree. 
check it out. Asakusa, the sake stand. Have we talked about the sake stand yet? I think we have. We have. If not, we'll come back to if it. If not, we'll come back to it. We'll yeah. come back to the sake stand. Remind us. And Remind the only us. reason why we're not there tonight is because she's not working. She's not working. We would be there. Yeah, we'd Absolutely. be there. Absolutely. We'd be there. We'd be there. There's no doubt of that. Um, the other, the only other thing that I would say was like, is like a, was a, a really good um, thing to do is to have that, remember that rechargeable Suica card? Oh, yes. The, this, this is one of the neatest things about Japan. They have like this card, this electronic payment card that you can use for any subway, any vending bus, machine, vending machine. Even some restaurants will take it. You can get cream colons with you that. Get, I mean, you can get all cream colons uh, with it. And now you had a problem with yours. There was a problem with mine. Apparently there's some sort of fee that I was supposed to pay to the airport that issued it. But they didn't tell us that. Why? Mine worked all the time. And yours worked. So I'm not sure what was happening. But it's, but it's tap and go everywhere you go. You don't even have to swipe it. You don't even have to take it fully out of your wallet. People in Japan just open up their wallets and put the wallet down. And, yeah. they, and they just go right through. Yeah. So that's you, really cool. You can add, you know, more money to it, and in, and also to it's so strict, it will not allow it to be double charged, like to like, you can't be charged twice for a purchase for going through the same gate. Yeah, let's exactly. say exactly. And it's I know subway. in America you can do that very easily. But rather than buying tickets for the subway day passes, get a Suica card. Yeah. Get a Suica card, put some yen on it, and you'll be you'll be set for transportation yeah. as long as you know what the heck you're doing. Well, use some of that. Coins and you have less coins in your pocket. Then. Well, okay, I'll I'll remember that for next time. Well, your MERS, I don't. You had so much. My stuff unisex crossbody travel bag. Okay, and you know that is also something else I would say a recommendation because the number of times I was turning to you and saying, "Will you put this in your in your purse?" It's true. It's true. It was a lot, but it was it was a uh, it was a good purchase. It was it was from Carhartt, not a sponsor, but shout out Carhartt. And you got it. You know, you got a you got a recommendation. Uh, a guy. So somebody asked me where the, I got the yeah, bag from in Kyoto train platform. Yeah, you know, and asked where'd you get that. I mean, he was going to after the he was he was taking the train to perform in Kabuki afterwards Japanese theater. He was going to do Kabuki. He was going to do Kabuki. Bad joke. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, wow, that guy's that's that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyway. <laughs> He was probably going to rush off and find the nearest Carhartt store here in Japan. That's right. And believe me, I'm sure that they are. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Yeah. So anyway, well, it's what, have we, what have we missed? What have we missed? Anything? I don't know. I think we covered it all. It's been, folks. It's been a fantastic trip. It has been. It has been. And uh, you know what? We did miss something. The best ramen in Japan. Oh yes. Is served by this chain restaurant called. Ichiran. Ichiran. Uh, Just Ichiran. Ichiran. Yeah. And you'll see them. You'll see them in the, in the, in the major spots in Japan. Yeah. For sure. You'll see them. And you'll see a big line outside. Out the door. Out the door and around the corner. I mean... So go at a weird time. Like if you're going to go for lunch, go at like 11 or 2 yeah. or something. Yeah. Don't go at 12 or 1. one. No, forget that. And dinner, you got to go early. Yeah. I would say you got to go really early. But the funny thing is you, it was like you had a seating for one. So I sat next to you, Josh, and it was it was like, like a little, little cubicles. It was like little cubicles, you know, and you and there was like you, a little screen went up and they were talking yak in Japanese. And that's how the food would be delivered to you. Yeah, and it was all electronic. And you had a, you had, you could press a button to bring the waitress to you. 
And then they you're like, I got my dessert there. But the ramen was just... It was oishi. 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 Delicious. Oishi. Delicious. He's using his Japanese again there, folks. Yes. Yes, yes I am. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, folks, what else can we say? But it's been a blast here. You had to be there. Yeah. You had to be there. You had to be there. And if you haven't been to Tokyo, if you haven't been to Japan, I highly recommend it. I would recommend it as well. Yeah. I, I think that. I want to come back one day. One day. I want to go skiing in, in, in Japan. In Sapporo. In Sapporo. I want to see Hokkaido too. Yeah. As well. Or I just want to go to Sapporo to drink Sapporo beer. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Why? we'll just do both. Maybe we'll do both. Maybe we'll do both. I don't know. But anyway, well, Josh... Thank you for joining me here in Tokyo and joining this broadcast. Um, but folks, my pleasure. Folks, uh, any parting shot, Josh? Here, you want to say? Listen, Japan's been great. I would encourage people to try new things. That's what I'll say. Yeah, try new things. Travel, see things. See things. Sometimes you just want to see. Sometimes you just want to see. So go see things. I I would say I want to say to I want to say to Japan, uh, arigato. Gozaimasu. Gozaimasu. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been a blast. And Jane. And Jane. Goodbye. Goodbye. But uh, folks, this has been a special broadcast of the Red Room on the road in Tokyo. But you know what? Hold on. There's more to come. So just hang on. Okay, I'm back. Yes, and I'm back and I'm in Guam. Yes, that's right. Guam, USA. And who am I with? Well, the most famous Steds residents from Guam, <laughs> Isaiah. Hello, hello. Isaiah, we're, you know, thank you for hosting me here in Guam. Um, it's been great. Uh, we're here at the airport. Yes, we are. You know, because we, we were going to do the, the podcast taping along the way, like at the beach, but the beach got the bitter of us. Yeah, it did. And especially the humidity uh, just <laughs> drained everything out of us. That too. Yes, the humidity. Uh, as you know, uh, Isaiah, when you were a freshman, uh, Nate McKean and I were trying yep. to get the SAO vouchers. Mm-hmm. From, they were offering Southwest vouchers for kids. And we we're going to try to see if we could get them and get them to Guam. But, <laughs> but Nate, I'm sorry. I'm here in Guam. I left you behind on the mainland. But um, wow, what a beautiful, beautiful island you come from. Oh, thank you, thank you. And it, it was just, it was such a pleasure of mine to welcome you to the place that I call home and show you around, show you some of the things that I, I do and yeah. um, some of the people that I love here and um, the food especially. I mean, Guam does food so well and I'm so glad that I was able to introduce you to some of my favorites and show you that Guam can really cook. Oh, they can, but you know what else? Guam can really welcome. The people of Guam are so so hospitable and generous and I felt like a rock star um, (laughs) since arriving and to be honest it's all been overwhelming um, how people are so happy uh, and so welcoming here and it's just a testimony to the island spirit of Guam yeah I mean half a day (laughs) half a day half a day yeah now I I don't want to I'm not trying to poke fun of you but you know, one of the places that we went to, mm-hmm. and that you told me before that <laughs> you were afraid to jump off into the ocean off this pier, yeah. and you said it was like 15 feet high. Yeah, uh, folks, <laughs> it was it was only like two feet until you hit the water. Okay. Now maybe, the water was maybe, deeper. The water was deeper maybe, underneath. Maybe six, seven feet. Okay, generous. Okay, generous. He, he, he was rounding up. I got it. He was rounding up. <laughs> now, uh, one other interesting thing is is that Guam has just gone through a cyclone, a super cyclone. Yeah as your aunt said um, and how was that I mean 
recovery is still going on. Not all of the island has power or water, maybe close to 90%. So um, that's really good. But I mean, for weeks, we didn't have power, we didn't have water. It was hard to get a stable like connection to like talk to people or whatever. Wow. Um, there was really, really long gas lines because some of the gas stations, they require generators. And those generators needed either like special like security to like open them or whatever so you have people lining up at six in the morning with mile-long lines of just people waiting to gas their cars for the generators for their cars for whatnot and it got so bad because some people got so desperate that they would um, poke a hole in some people's cars like um, gas storage and like leak it into like a um, oh um, soap like container or whatever just to collect the gas because gas was such at a high demand wow wow yeah. well let me tell you you want a generator running around here folks because it is it's sunny but it is humid full of humidity yeah i've never experienced humidity like this before i mean like when you get direct sunlight and the humidity it's like <laughs> you get out of the car and you can just like you choke for a second because it just hits you in the face like a punch yeah it's just a wave of heat just envelops your whole body and you're like oh wow well it is it's amazing i mean you know i could you can tell there was some damage but i mean it still looks verdant it's green um and things are coming back to life maybe a few people don't have power but um, for the most part, you've got some tourists. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of French people today um, <laughs> around. I don't know what they were doing here, but you just can't get rid of the French. Um, I have not seen too many Americans. Maybe they're at the bases. Um, but I've seen um, French and, uh, you know, some obviously some Koreans. Yeah. And uh, maybe a smattering of Chinese. Mm -hmm. So tourism is coming back. Tourism slowly coming yeah. back yeah. as things start to normalize a little bit more. Yeah. Now, one other thing that um, that we got to do, which was so much fun, was to go to your high school. Yes. And what was the name of your high school? So again? my high school is uh, Father Duenas Memorial School. And and it's named after a priest who was executed by the Japanese. Yes. In World War II. Yes. And why was he executed? So he was um, a very devout priest, and um, despite all the orders from the Japanese to stop preaching, he. You know, he was a martyr. He fought, um, put his life on the line to spread um, God's word to the Chamorros and to everybody. And, and unfortunately, he was executed just two weeks before the yeah. United States took mm -hmm. the island back. That's a shame. But there's a beautiful school. We got to go to the beautiful Boys Chapel, yeah. which actually has a, an amazing story behind it. Yes. Um, what had happened was... There was no chapel prior to maybe like 2015 or whatever, and an accreditation team came over, and one of the people there, he was actually the benefactor for the chapel, and what had happened was there was this little boy who went up to the benefactor and asked him to build a chapel, and, and kept asking him, can you build a chapel? And so when they came back, and they looked through the records to try and figure out who this boy was, they couldn't find who the boy was. And from that moment on, the benefactor was like, we need to build a chapel. And so his family came down and they decided to build the boy's chapel that it is today. Wow, it's gorgeous. Folks, don't worry, you're gonna see it because I'm gonna put it on the blog. Um, it was amazing. And if that wasn't enough, the, the men's choir, the young men's choir, the graduates came in, you, you got yeah. some of your friends mm -hmm. to come in and, and, and sing at mass. 
And folks, let me tell you, I want to cut them a record deal. I want to cut them a deal um, because these guys can sing. Wow. And talk about, you know, singing is twice the praising. We really, we really got twice the praising through those guys. And now I can also understand how you got to sing um, yeah. and be our cantor. I mean, you guys just came, you didn't practice, you just knew it, and you just went at it. Yeah. And it was powerful. And you guys were loud. That was an amazing thing. Just an amazing thing. And then afterwards, we had a big, a big party afterwards. And there was so much food. Um, and you were right, Isaiah, I had to pace myself there you go, yeah. because there's all these island delicacies and, <laughs> and just so much food, so much drink. And just when you thought it was done, there was more to be had. And then, you know, I thought it was done and no, there was more. <laughs> and, I mean, it went on. I mean, we were there from, gosh, we got in the car at five and we didn't yeah. get back until like 11. 11, 11, 30. Was, yeah, it was a, like that, that party went on. I and mean, I didn't preach long, folks. So <laughs> that was a short mass. But um, it was a long time. And there was so many... Notre Dame grads um, and, and Notre, current Notre Dame students yeah. and students who are going to Notre Dame for the first time in August. Yeah. So, I mean, it was jam-packed with everyone, family, yeah. friends. And let me tell you, it was a great time. And I have to thank you oh, uh, and your mom for hosting me and organizing it because it was, like, again, I was truly overwhelmed by the welcome I received. Yeah. Um, it's just me, folks. Um, but, wow, I felt like a rock star. Um, and, you know, another thing that I, I find amazing about Guam is that everywhere you turn, um, there's something to take a photo of. And everything could turn into a postcard uh, around here. And, again, don't worry, folks. You're going to see all of these uh, <laughs> on, on, the, on, the, on the podcast, I mean, the, the, uh, the blog. Um, it's just one beautiful, beautiful place. And when I was in the, sitting in the ocean today, there was no one else around. And all I saw was water as long as far as the eye could see, mm-hmm. and then the clouds on the horizon, and it was so relaxing. And of course, there was you know fish nibbling here and there, and, <laughs> and all that stuff. It was absolutely just—I felt like I was in a wild zoo, yeah. uh, and the animals got loose. It was absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And and I know you say that that the cyclone took a, a number on the island. I could just imagine what it would look like. Oh yeah, because it already looks beautiful. Right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean. It, it is home and something that I definitely take for granted, you know, going all these places. Sometimes I forget that I have like a beautiful paradise, you know, in my backyard and I can literally go to the beach in like three minutes. Yeah. Now, let me let me ask what now I know you have an internship starting here mm-hmm. uh, coming up. But like, you know, what do you guys do? Like if you wanted to get away from Guam for the weekend, do you go somewhere? Could you go somewhere? What do I you mean, think? you literally can. I mean, the Philippines is a three-hour flight away. Japan is a three-hour flight. Korea is probably like a four or five-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Like, access to Asia is so easy. Wow. And then it, it might be a little bit harder to get into the U.S. because you have to go through either Japan or Hawaii first and then, like, another transit to somewhere on the West Coast or whatever. But if we want to go anywhere in Asia, it's... One or two flights away. Oh, that's amazing! It's easier. It's easier to fly to Asia. Oh, definitely. Than it is to fly to America. Definitely, definitely. Wow, 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 wow. Um, I was also surprised um, by, you know, the I don't know the, the 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 chickens. Oh, yeah. The chickens. I was gonna say the birds of paradise. <laughs> I never knew chickens. You know. Also, I, I saw something crawling, running around, and it was a chicken. Yeah. And the chicken jumped over the tr- over the car. Yeah. And ro- started running the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chickens here, you know, they have no fear at this point. They Sometimes no they just stroll along the road, and 
nothing really stops them. You know, a car will pass by and they'll just go on their own time. Yeah. They'll go on island time. They're going island time. Yeah. And folks, there is island time here. Yeah. Everything's very relaxed. My, my, my heart rate is down. <laughs> I've got such great sleep. Um, and that's such a difference from Tokyo, uh, where everything's go, 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 yeah. and in your face, and there's no personal space, and there's nothing green. Mm. You, got, you really have to go out of your way to find a park and yeah. get some greenery. So let me ask, um, your, what is your plans for the summer? When do you come back to the mainland? So I fly back August 3rd um, in preparation for RA training on August oh, that's 6th. that's right. That's right. Yeah. We hired you as an RA. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to serve the Holland King just a little bit more. Um, so I, I will be flying back August 3rd. But in the meantime, um, I do have an internship um, hopefully for all of July mm -hmm. and then uh, my high school does a, a big month-long um, alumni basketball tournament oh it's right yeah where you get classes from as early as as the 70s coming together and you know enjoying one's company playing some basketball here and there with a lot of food and even more drinking I believe that it goes on for a month it goes on for a month long. It's a month long party. So it's like alumni playing alumni. Yes, wow. that's exactly that, it. That, well, since you're an alumnus, uh, how, how does your team fare? Um, we, our team, it was our second year playing and we made it to um, the championship. Sadly, we lost, but um, we do have a bright future. You have a bright I future? Think. Yeah. Wow. I gotta ask, one last question no worries because i know you have other things to do you got a beach to get to <laughs> um and get out of here at the airport um can you tell us how and remind us we've asked you this before you know how you decided to come to notre dame you decided to you know come from halfway around the world mm -hmm. to notre dame and you would leave this tropical paradise which a lot of us would want to be at <laughs> and to experience the permacloud the snow um i don't know the, I don't know, sometimes the subpar food at NDH. <laughs> um, why, you know, what drew you to Notre Dame? I mean, my, my high school, they had some people um, in the older classes who ended up going to Notre Dame and they loved their time there. They, they made many friends and they made the, the best of their experiences. And I knew that leaving a paradise like this and going to um, Midwest was a big change. Like, the only two seasons I have on Guam are rainy season and dry season. So, you know, year round, you're going to expect humidity levels of at least 70%, <laughs> minimum temperatures of like 80 degrees. Like, that's the weather I'm used to. But I know if I go to the Midwest for the first time in my life, I'll actually experience winter and all four <laughs> seasons, which is, you know, totally a foreign concept to me. So... It was a big decision, but I knew that based off of my friends' like experiences and also the experiences I want to have in college, I knew that this would be, like Notre Dame would be a place where I can grow and develop, mm -hmm. not just career-wise, but personally and in my faith and um, find what I want to do and what direction I want to have in my life. Wow. Well, there you heard it, folks. 
One, I, you know what? I lied. One last question. <laughs> Were you surprised I was that I came to Guam? Oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. I, did, I didn't think for one second you would come before I even graduated. <laughs> I thought it would be sometime along the lines when you're in the area, but I didn't think you'd be in the area so soon. Well, you know, I didn't either. But you know, when you when you when you when you're in the area. Uh, you got to stop. You got to stop. Go. You stop go. in Guam now, folks. You're going to hear more from Isaiah in the in the months to come because Isaiah, you reminded me. Yes, you're an RA. I yeah. knew that. Yeah. Um, he's also um, our cancer, and I think you're going to be our managing director uh, of of Ed's. Well, really? Well, maybe. We, well, we got to talk about that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, it's been a pleasure and an honor uh, to see you and enjoy the you and, and to be hosted. And I want to say again, thank you. For to your mom, um, you know Gloria, and you for hosting me um, and showing me Guam. Um, you know, it's just a connection that you know the Steads family. It's only Steads family can do. And uh, who would have thought we'd be on in Guam one day? I know. And we had a blast. Oh, yes, we did. Well, folks, I got to say the weather report here. It's partly cloudy, partly sunny, more sunny than cloudy, but it's. 90% humidity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. It's been a blast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this special broadcast of In the, uh, in the Red Room, On the Road, in Tokyo and Guam. We'll see you on the mainland. I'm Father Ralph, and you've been in the Red Room. <laughs>